Welcome to the All In Podcast, where we dive into the mindset, habits, and stories behind inspiring and passionate individuals who know what it takes to go all in. In this week's solo episode, I want to talk about how goals can sometimes weigh you down and how to know when that might be happening. Especially before the new year, we're kind of evaluating, you know, all our different habits, our goals from the past year, maybe making new ones. So I think this topic really aligns with kind of this whole month of December and this whole transition into the winter season. Recently, I just read something from author Steve Magnus. Of course, by read, I mean that I saw it on Instagram as a quote, but he wrote something that said, your goals will slowly shift from aspirational to anchors. While well-intentioned, the very things that may motivate and push you forward can ultimately weigh you down. And this really hit me hard. And I think many people can relate, especially athletes, and also those who may have had, you know, like a single goal, a single focus or attachment to an identity since a young age. So if you read the book, Atomic Habits, and also a side note, if you haven't, you definitely should, especially before the new year, maybe ask for it for the holiday season, get it before the new year comes around. But you know that attaching an identity to goals can actually sometimes help. This is from the book, Atomic Habits. Now, for example, instead of saying that you want to become a world champion athlete, you might say, I want to be the type of person who gives my all to training every day. So for example, instead of saying that you want, you know, to be ranked number one in the world, you might make a goal around what it would take or what someone who is the number one ranked athlete in the world would do in in your specific sport. So you might say, I want to be the type of person who gives my all to training every day, warms up with intention, doesn't skip cool down or stretching, eats enough to fuel performance, sleeps eight hours a night. You might break that down into even smaller habits, um, different things that you would do day to day and really attach your identity to being that person that it would take to achieve that goal. Now, however, sometimes there can also be a downside to attaching your identity to a goal when it no longer aligns with who you want to be, because then giving up this goal really feels like a failure. It feels like all of a sudden you're changing who you are. Now, forcing yourself to go after something that you may not actually want anymore just because it was a goal or because you're afraid of what others would think if you gave up on it is how a goal can weigh you down. That's how I interpreted the quote anyways, and that's what I want to talk about today. So ultimately in life, I believe, this is my personal belief, that there are three main things of importance. Living with purpose and authenticity, you know, being happy and striving towards your full potential. Those are, these are things that are really important. And when I say like purpose, authenticity, that means, you know, being yourself, helping others be themselves, you know, uh, you know, leaving an impact, giving to others, you know, being happy, living day to day, doing what is going to ultimately, you know, fulfill you and um, help you grow and just help you enjoy, enjoy life. So goals are also important, but if a goal isn't aligning with some of those, those core things, then that might be time to reevaluate if maybe it's time to let it go. So something that I think that isn't said enough is that it is, it is more than okay to change your mind and change your goals. I feel like people get so stuck that once they make this goal or once they set their mind to something, they are not allowed to change it. It's not a failure to move on from a goal that you've worked towards maybe for a year or for years and years and years, but it no longer serves you. I would view it more as a failure if you just cling onto that goal for vanity reasons or because you feel like you could not ever give it up or just because it's something that you used to want. 
I think that's a surefire way to become burnt out, to become miserable, and ultimately you're going to end up chasing something that when you achieve it, you might no longer want. So the question that you might have now, and it's one that I've always had, is how do I know if my goal no longer serves me or if I'm just going through a moment where I'm not motivated and should push through, right? Like we all have highs and lows. It's not going to always be like, oh, yeah, this is the goal I want to do. I really feel good moving towards this. No, there's there's going to be hard days, right? And so I've actually asked this basically exact question before to Justin Sua, who's a mental performance coach in the MLB, and he was on the podcast, and I asked it to him uh, during our live recording. And unfortunately, he had the same answer that I'm going to give you right now, which is that there is no one answer. You have to trust your gut. However, I do have some thoughts and ideas that have helped me. I wrote them all down and I'm sharing them now with you right here. Um, Basically, my thoughts on kind of how to approach this question, I suppose. So first, there will be days in the pursuit of your goals that you won't feel like doing what you need to do to achieve it, that you will doubt if you'll ever achieve it or if you're on the right path, and you may even feel like giving up. Like, that's completely normal. I talked about it. There's going to be the highs and the lows, right? Now, maybe it's because the work is hard. Maybe you're tired. Maybe it's because you're not feeling confident in yourself. Maybe it's because the journey ahead just seems so long and far away. You just started. It just seems impossible. So I just want you to know that that feeling is completely normal and it's okay to rest and reevaluate. Do you think athletes like Simone Biles wake up every day wanting to go training or to compete? No, not every single day, right? Some days there are obstacles, there are highs and lows, there are times where your mind, body, or spirit, or, or all three, just need a break. Where you're like, do I still really want to do this? Is this still making me happy? This is really hard. I think that's just like what comes with the territory of pursuing growth, doing something hard, um, doing something difficult. So I've gotten uh, quite a few messages, you know, about this question um, and just about this whole topic over the past year, especially from athletes who are struggling with their sports, struggling with mental health, not sure if they should continue in their sports, not sure what to do when they've approached kind of maybe this burnout point or these obstacles or just are going through a lot of, you know, maybe those low days. I think that's what I want to kind of talk about here is like in the past, I know I have needed mental rest and time off from my sports and work to keep going. And I also know that when I'm planning, you know, my future goals, there's going to be times where I will need that mental rest and time off and I might have to veer off from the plan. Maybe things are going to take a little bit longer because I need that rest to be able to actually make this goal sustainable, make this vision sustainable, make this lifestyle sustainable, whatever it is, um, to be able to really, you know, go over the long term. So when it comes to even this podcast or creating videos, you know, um, because these are creative things, sometimes I need that creative break to prevent burning out. Sometimes I just need to like, hey, you know what, I need to focus on some other things. I need to take care of my mental health. I'm feeling in a creative rut right now. Let me take a break. And all of a sudden I'm going to have all these ideas and like a month later be able to, you know, record more episodes or make more videos or whatever that is. So that is because when we hit burnout, that's when we really start to feel like we just want to quit everything and never come back. And we ultimately will then need to take an even longer break versus if we take some of these shorter breaks or have a little bit more balance in the pursuit of these goals. I also think that's why it's so important, I say this to a lot of athletes who are so hyper-focused, like I was, um, is to have hobbies and just do things for fun outside of your main goals. I used to think in snowboarding um, when I was competing, especially just as a teenager growing up, if I was doing anything outside of that single goal, you know, of making it to the Olympics and snowboarding, um, whatever that goal is for you, 
if I did anything outside of that goal, it was a waste of time. Like, why am I going out to this party? Why am I doing this? This is all a waste of time, but that's not life. Like you need that time off. You need to take care of your spirit. You need that social time. You need all those things to actually be able to come back and do better in your sport and to have longevity in your sport, right? Like the whole reason a lot of us pursue, let's say being a professional athlete or starting our own business or all these things, because we want freedom. We want to do what we love every single day. But all of a sudden, if it turns into we're not doing what we love because we're constantly just over-sacrificing, we are, you know, over-stressing about all these different things, then is it actually what we truly wanted? It might turn out to be that like this thing, your goal is what ends up weighing you down from truly, you know, living the life that you've wanted to live. So to sum that up, like when my whole life was only my goals, it became really hard to like have an escape from that or not feel like I was always falling short in life if I hadn't yet reached that goal because I had nothing else, right? My whole identity was reaching this goal. I wasn't there yet. And so it's constantly that comparison game. Now, if you feel like you are needing some of these breaks frequently, I talked about feeling like you need a break or you're feeling like pursuing this goal is changing you for the worse or it's not aligning with your personal growth. Maybe you're just feeling constantly burned out. You can never escape that. It's getting worse and worse. That's when it could be time to start checking in further with yourself to really evaluate if this, if this goal is still something you truly want. So, right, I said taking some of those short rests, you know, that's really helpful. I think it can really help. You can come back. You can have more longevity. Keep hitting those goals. There's going to be the highs and lows, accepting that. But in this case, if, like, you're constantly, constantly needing that, you're in this rut maybe for a long period of time or you're feeling like the pursuit of this goal is just no longer aligning with who you want to be um, or your personal growth, that's when, you know, you can reevaluate. And now a tip I have for this is to start journaling. And maybe that's every day, maybe it's every week, but asking yourself similar questions about how you feel about the goal. And I would suggest every day because then you can really have a lot of data points to come back to. So logging how you're feeling, logging how you feel about the goal, um, you know, all these different highs and lows. And then once you've written these all down daily for an extended period of time, you can go back through them and notice patterns. How many lows compared to highs were there? You know, are you constantly, does it seem like things are going downhill? Are these just normal highs and lows? Or are you noticing that they are frequently feeling the same way. Now, another thing that can help is having a third-party perspective on this. It's hard when you're in the middle of it to really understand, you know, when you're feeling different ways on certain days when you're evaluating it even, right? Maybe you're having a high day and you're looking back and you're like, oh, no, 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 I never was feeling those lows. I was just, you know, writing this down the other day or maybe having a low day and you can't remember how it actually felt to have some of those highs that you experienced and that you wrote down, right? So whether that's a therapist or just a coach or a third party, I think that can really help to have that perspective to look back over those those journals or those thoughts or just help you reflect back on some of those things and ask those questions in different ways to you. And then I want to talk about another thing on goals, which is that there is science that supports self-reflection on your journey. So this is if you want to keep pushing through, you're going towards that goal, right? Um, So for example, dopamine is released when we get rewards, which helps us with the motivation to continue pushing forward. I think a lot of people think dopamine is like this reward pathway, but it actually helps us with motivation. So even though you are not at your end point yet, taking time each day to be proud that you are doing the things that you need to do to get there. Like when I said back in the thing that I learned from Atomic Habits, identifying with your goal, breaking it down to, you know, if I want to be a world champion sprinter, what are the things a world champion sprinter does? And each day, if you're doing those things, no matter the results from them, right? Like not every day you're going to hit a PR or run your fastest or whatever that is, but you're doing those things, you're rewarding yourself. You're saying like, wow, I'm on my way. I did the things I needed to do. Let's like go to bed happy with, you know, motivation to do it again tomorrow because I'm really proud of that. 
Um, I'm putting in the work. I'm celebrating my small wins. That can actually help you be more motivated to continue. This is backed by science. If you want to learn more about this, Dr. Andrew Huberman on his podcast and on his social media talks a lot more about this. I'm not a neuroscientist, so I'm kind of like cliff noting what I've learned from listening to him and listening to other people and doing my research. But send you over there if you want to listen to, you know, hours and hours of basically just talking about this whole thing. But I wanted to pass along that little hack because I think it really truly helps. Um, and maybe you can do that internally with mental self-talk or you can do it like while you're journaling, you know, reflecting at the end of the day and being grateful for what, you know, everything that you did and grateful for your mind and your body and everything um, and all the work that you put in, whatever works for you. I, I just believe that it really truly helps. So overall, evaluate your goals, notice how you are feeling, and know that it is okay for your goals to change. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. You can drop that goal that you've had for your whole life um, if that just no longer aligns with you. But take the time, right? Like obviously, if you've invested a lot of time into your goals, you don't want to all of a sudden just impulsively quit it. You want to take the time and understand, okay, am I just experiencing a little bout of burnout? Am I having some highs and lows? Um, can I push through this here, right? And whether that you need a third party perspective, whether you can use some of these tips here, I think those are all great ways to be able to help and evaluate that. But ultimately you got to trust your gut and know when it's that time to push through and when it's that time maybe to, to pull back or pivot. Also, you are not a failure for changing your mind or wanting something different, okay? And that's really all I have to say about that. So I hope if you're currently going through, you know, making a tough decision or you're feeling on the verge of burnout or you're in the pursuit of your goal, this can help. And um, I'll catch you guys all on the next episode. If you like the podcast, the best way to support it is to leave a review and share it with a friend. Truly leaving a written review, letting us know what you liked and want more of and sharing the podcast so more people can benefit is the best gift you could possibly give us. Thanks again for listening. I'm so grateful for your support and I'll catch you on the next one.